On today's Fantasy Baseball in 15, we'll look back on the barrage of two homer games and a day of notable pitching performances. Like death and taxes, Dodgers get a Dodger. <laughs> I have That's not had uh, three go-throughs uh, yet. It works great in a fantasy league. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15, presented by Topps. Check out Topps Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Topps baseball cards. Michael Beller and Al Melchior here with you on Friday. That's right, let's celebrate Friday, August 13th, sending you into the weekend with Fantasy Baseball in 15. And as always, we start with the news and notes. Denelson Lament, who's currently on the IL because of a forearm issue, had a procedure on Wednesday to have a hip infection cleaned out. This guy just can't catch a break. We'll see uh, what is down the line for him. Wilson Contreras to the IL with the knee sprain. Going to want to stream against the Cubs even more than you already did. Brendan Rodgers sat on Thursday because of a hand contusion. Justin Turner is not going to play Friday, still dealing with that groin issue. Javier Baez still dealing with the back issue. We've talked about this for the last couple of days. He said both games of the doubleheader against the Nationals on Thursday. Nick Castellanos didn't play at Atlanta. He's got a foot swollen because of a, a hit by pitch, but x-rays negative. So hopefully this isn't too long of a situation for Castellanos. Hopefully the same for Vasil Garcia, he was hit by a pitch on Wednesday, didn't play on Thursday against the Cubs. Dylan Carlson removed at Pittsburgh with wrist discomfort. Josh Harrison also removed early against Cleveland with a quad strain. Kyle Muller, more than removed early, removed from the Major League roster, sent down to AAA Gwinnett after getting just totally beat around by the Reds. Waskar Inoue is going to replace him in the rotation. He's going to be at Miami in his first outing, maybe at Baltimore next week, Tuki Toussaint. Could get two starts. Ian Anderson is on his way back from the IL. He's going to get one more rehab start, and if that goes well, he'll be back in the rotation. Ian Anderson stashed on ILs, obviously. Al, any interest in Waskari Noah now that he can get back in the rotation? Lots of interest in Waskari Noah, and uh, there's a, certainly some risk coming into this week. I don't know if he's going to get that second start at Baltimore, uh, but at least with Anderson making one more rehab start, that's that's in the discussion of possibilities. But one start at Miami, if that's your your worst case scenario for Waskari Noah, I'm willing to take that risk and add him wherever I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you for sure, Al. Uh, let's get to some good news. Uh, JT Real Muto passed a concussion test, so all good there. Didn't play on Thursday, but very good to hear that he did not have a concussion. Reese Hoskins could be activated early next week. He's obviously been out with the groin injury. Kyle Schwarber dealing with a hamstring issue, and he began a rehab assignment at AAA Wooster. I always screw that one up. I'm just going to say it like that, Al. On Thursday, hopefully we're getting him back in the not-too-distant future. Kevin Biggio uh, dealing with neck and back issues. He also started a rehab assignment with Buffalo on Thursday. Jacob DeGrom is going to get another MRI. Could start throwing soon, so fingers crossed. Obviously, fantasy managers and the, and the Mets desperately need him back. Shane Bieber may throw a bullpen session this weekend. Would be great to see him back at some point this season. Corey Kluber made 45 pitches in a rehab start at AA Somerset, so we could be seeing him back with the Yankees in the not-too-distant future. Josh Hader activated from the COVID IL, and that leads us to the Thursday standouts. Of course, we have to start 
in the corn, Al. Is it is it heaven? <laughs> it's just Iowa, but it is a great setting to hit home runs. Not only were there a ton of balls flying into the corn, but looked pretty cool with all of them flying out there. Aaron Judge sent two out there. Obviously, the dramatic one, Tim Anderson with the walk-off. But before that, Aaron Judge had a dramatic one of his own and ended up hitting two on the day against the White Sox. And as we set off the top, a barrage of two homer games. Luis Arias hit two homers of his own and three doubles in the Brewers' latest pasting of the Cubs. Again, this is a team that you were going to want to stream against over and over and over again. And his teammate, Manny Pena, also had a two-homer game and has now started four of the last eight games for Milwaukee. We know Omar Narvaez still the primary catcher there, but... Is there any interest? Can you paint a picture where Manny Pena gets enough playing time to have interest in two catcher leagues? I feel like it's still a little bit speculative, but it's just it's a trend that's worth noting. Also, there was a doubleheader mixed in there, so that probably right. helped Pena you know, gra- grab an extra start in that stretch. But does seem to be inching towards closer to an even split in Milwaukee. Uh, if you look at the stat line for him, it's not all that impressive. The power is there as it has been in the past, but um, just not getting hits on balls in place. So I think that Pena, you know, with uh, some playing time, brings that batting average up. So that's all just a really long way of saying that. I think it two catcher leagues uh, if you really need to fill a, a vacancy that you can add Pena to the list of candidates to consider. It's speculative, but obviously the Brewers are running away with the NL Central, and I wonder if they would just take it easy on Narvaez uh, where they can. Maybe find him an extra day off every week because you know they need those legs strong in October more so than they need him right now out there you know, five or six times a week. So maybe. Purely speculative. Craig Council hasn't said anything along those lines, but just something to consider. Jace Peterson, also a big game against the Cubs. Five for five with his fifth home run and eighth double of the season. Any uh, Anywhere where you're tr- thinking about adding him out uh deeper leagues uh it's really just that at this point I, I tell you if peterson somehow winds his way up into more playing time again he was playing fairly regularly a few mm-hmm. weeks back mm-hmm. if uh you know maybe because of injuries that happens again then you know maybe i'm looking at 14 teamers for him because he's another one it seems like a recurring theme here michael but these players that come to the brewers and uh, they they figure out something offensively uh, for peterson if you go back to even 2020 hitting for a little bit more power last year and this year than we saw from him in the past so really a, a a more intriguing offensive player getting on base a lot uh so there, there's a lot to recommend him if he can find the playing time dj stewart another player with a two homer game on thursday gets him up to 10 on the season three homers in his last two games we know the power is there it's been an uneven season and he's had some injuries mixed in for dj stewart but is he on your radar at all not really. I, you know, I just I did recall him hitting the the one homer on Wednesday, so he's got a very mini power surge going <laughs> on here. But looking at Stewart's profile, uh, one name popped out, and it's not a name that's going to really get fancy managers excited, and that's Jack Mayfield. <laughs> so he's kind of like the the Jack Mayfield of the East Coast because uh, he really has a profile that that is built for power, but only power. Uh, a lot of fly balls. Um, uh, also, just a, a lot of launch angles, sometimes too much long launch angles, so a lot of pop-outs, not a lot of line drives, not going to hit for average. Uh, but yeah, he'll go through these little power spurts like he might be going on right now and like he did for a period uh, back in 2020. 
Still can't believe someone with the name Jack Mayfield is a Major League Baseball player and not some European soccer star. And hey, speaking of that, uh, happy EPL opening day to those of you who are soccer fans. A couple more two-homer games, Colin Moran and Mitch Moreland leaving the yard twice. Are you doing anything with either of those guys, Al? Uh, definitely not Moreland, just because uh, the, the playing time doesn't seem to be there consistently for him. Really, I mean, this two-homer game kind of pads Moreland's stats for the year. It's been a, sort of a lost season for mm-hmm. him. Uh, Moran, I, if he is somehow still out there, 14-15 teamers, I think he's a good player to add. I, I think that this two-homer game is not necessarily going to be representative of what he does. Uh, you know, Last year, we saw a power surge from Moran, and it looked like maybe that'd be something to watch going into this year. And of course, Moran's missed some time uh, in 2021. But if you look at the profile that Moran's put up from when he has played this year, it's much, much more similar to like 2018, 2019, more of a line drive hitter, somebody who can help you with batting average, not going to help you so much in the other categories. Three pitchers up and two pitchers down that we're going to talk about from Thursday. Let's start on the positive side. Marco Gonzalez, a complete game against the Rangers, gave up just one run on two hits and one walk, fanned nine. He gets the same Rangers next week. Chris Flexen does too. How much of this is Marco Gonzalez? How much of this is the Rangers, Al? Oh, I think it's at least 50% Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel bad to say that because Gonzalez has has pitched better lately. Um, so really uh, avoiding the walks and he's not going to be somebody who's really going to help you with strikeouts, especially in a one start week, but um, definitely been better of late. But yeah, I mean, this kind of performance with that many strikeouts and going that deep into a game, I'm going to give the Rangers a little bit of credit for that one. <laughs> Definitely going to be taking a look at him and at Flexen next week, drawing the Rangers. Fantasy Baseball in 15 zone, Logan Webb also showing off on Thursday. Fant eight and six innings against the Rockies. Didn't give up a run. Walked two, three hits. Love seeing a line like that. We are uh, big Logan Webb fans on this show, and he gets another nice matchup next week. Or not as nice as it once was earlier this season, but certainly not one you're running away from in the Mets. I assume we're full systems go on Logan Webb, correct, Al? We, we are. So, yeah, a little bit of a different analysis here than for Marco Gonzalez, because also a very, very nice matchup against the Rockies in San Francisco. But, yeah, I'm going to give Logan Webb a little bit more credit for this one and give him credit for being a, a just perfectly fine one-start streamer next week. I also just want to go back to the Mariners for one second, because not only is it Marco Gonzalez and Chris Flexen, Tyler Anderson gets another start, oh, but there we go. he also gets the Astros. So I am going to shy <laughs> away from Tyler Anderson. Uh, sounds like something that might be talked about on a Sunday. Day's waiver mm. show. Vladimir Gutierrez, another good outing there. Six innings, five hits, one run, two walk, and six Ks against Atlanta. The next two turns looking awfully nice for Vladimir Gutierrez, Cubs, and Marlins. This is someone you want on your team if you can't already have him. Yeah, and I agree. And I will say that this start against the Braves helped sway me a little bit because in the next week in fantasy baseball column, I did note that double dip for Gutierrez and was a little lukewarm about it, uh, given his peripherals before this start against Atlanta. But uh, yeah, the matchups are are great, obviously, and, uh, you know, a step in the right direction for him skills wise as well. All right, a couple of pitchers on the downside on Thursday. You Darvish got knocked around by Arizona of all teams, gave up five runs on six hits and a walk in just two and two-thirds innings. And in his last seven out, a 7.13 ERA, 2.8 homers per nine, a barrel rate near 12%. Next week uh, at Colorado versus Philly, uh, are, are you? would you dare think about sitting you Darvish? I absolutely would. 
I mean, he's just not been himself lately. I, I think a, even with a better version of you, Darvish, I would certainly start him at Colorado, but it'd be sort of a hold my nose proposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's just, it, there's just too much risk. So yeah, I actually would sit you Darvish this coming week. And finally, John Means gave up six runs on eight hits and a walk and four and a third against the Tigers since his return. It's five starts, a 5.67 ERA, 2.3 homers per nine, a 10.5% barrel rate at Tampa versus Atlanta. That one feels like a layup of a sit decision. Uh, I struggle with this one a bit, too, because um, some of those numbers for Means since coming off the IL are really weighted downwards from the first two starts that he's had. Uh, he has trended a little bit better, or particularly in the two starts right before this one against the Tigers. But yeah, I, well, maybe I, I won't go as far to say that for me it's a layup. I, I still think it's a pretty good decision. All right, now, when, or excuse me, Friday streamer time here, we've got just a few options. Uh, Dane Dunning gets the A's. Brett Anderson is in Pittsburgh taking on the Pirates. I'm going to throw one more on here. Adbert Elzelay taking the ball for the Cubs against the Marlins. Any of those guys interesting enough to you to stream? That's an interesting addition for uh, yeah uh, Alzali against the Marlins. Obviously, a great matchup there. I like Dunning against uh, the A's, and I feel bad, but I have picked on the A's a lot in the last few weeks, um, and I think Dunning's good enough to take advantage of that. Anderson at the Pirates, I kind of put him in a similar bucket with um, uh, Adrian Hauser, where you know for a one-start streamer, you're not going to get a lot of upside. You're not going to get a lot of strikeouts, but. I think, you know, I'd feel okay with starting him against Pittsburgh. I like them both better than Alzali, even against the Marlins, because it's he's just given up so many home runs lately that I, I don't have the trust in him to handle a matchup that you would trust a lot of pitchers with. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to say no to Alzali. All right. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, did have a nice start his last time out against the White Sox, but I can see why you would maybe fade him with the way he'd been going before that. Let's wrap things up here for the week with a fab preview, Al. Wascar Inoa, Luis Heel, Marco Gonzalez, Luis Brinson, Rafael Ortega, Miguel Cabrera, Jock Peterson all on the radar here. We've talked about Inoa. We've talked about Gonzalez. So let's leave those guys aside and bring up a- another guy here who you're going to be paying attention to over the week. Weekend. Uh, I, well, I would say uh, Lewis Brinson, just because uh, I just want to, you know, be a, a little bit reassured that uh, he's going to be able to continue this hot streak. If I'm going to uh, spend the, you know, a, a portion of the remainder of Fab money that I've got left on him, but as of right now, I feel pretty good about pursuing him. Uh, definitely 14, 15 teamers if he's out there, and uh, you know, I think that the. the the, the dividing line here is, you know, am I going to pursue him in the 12-teamer? So uh, I'd say out of the names that you mentioned, he's somebody that I'm certainly watching this weekend. Luis Gill out and Luis Heal, I don't know if there's necessarily anything to watch there, I guess, other than the news to see if we right, have an update right. on Luis Severino. Because if, mm-hmm. if it looks like Severino's coming back this week and if he's going to be in the rotation, I'm less interested in Heal as awesome as he has been through his first two starts. Yeah, definitely. A guy who maybe gets a chance for the Yankees down the line, but with all those guys coming back, Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery as well, uh, maybe he's going to be squeezed out of a rotation spot in the immediate future. Thank you for joining us here on this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15, and thank you for joining us all week. Rate, review, subscribe, all those fun things. Have a great weekend. We've got a waiver show coming your way on Sunday, and Fantasy Baseball in 15 back with you on Monday. Mm -hmm.